Hello! It's us! It's you! We're here! Together! Why are we here? For another exciting week on You Can't Disappoint a Podcast, Argentina's number five television <laughs> show podcast. And I don't think we, we've kept that. I think we've been drastically falling since, but we're going <laughs> to wear that badge proudly for the rest of our lives. Welcome to the show. You can officially support You Can't Disappoint a Podcast now on Patreon at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. It's the place to go to help us move this show forward, and there's all kinds of exclusive content, fun interaction, events with Steven and myself, and all types of ways to influence our show on a weekly basis. So please consider supporting us on Patreon. If you want to get in on the action, make sure you email us your trivia, your MVP, and your funniest moments from that week's episode over to our email at can'tdisappointpodcast at gmail.com, and we will read it right here on the show. We sure will, even if you beg us not to. Also, <laughs> hang out with us on the socials every week off the podcast. You know, we're on Facebook and YouTube under our podcast title. You can also find us on Instagram at Can't Disappoint Podcast and Twitter, where we probably do the most of our uh, uh, jovial lollygaggery at You Can't Disappoint. So come hang out with us over there. Yeah, make sure you uh, give us, you smash that like and subscribe button. Give us that more... attention that we so desperately crave. Yeah, throw throw us your hearts, your wallets, and a couple kisses here and there, and we'll keep on pushing out this baby of ours that we call You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. The show's gonna last three weeks! Six seasons and a movie! We came into season two of Community as boys, and we're leaving as, what? Big um, boys, bigger boys, or men? Have we become men yet? Have we graduated to, me- to man? I don't think so. Yeah. I, I kind of sometimes am like, you right. know what, we're men now, and, and but we're not. So there are things that remind me. Somehow you remind me I am not yet a man. This is the type of stuff you don't get on your regular episode-by-episode community analysis. You need the bonus episodes for this type of stuff. Welcome to You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. I'm Zach, and I didn't come up with a joke for my name. I've put zero thought into what I'm saying right now. We finished season two. We're here to celebrate season two of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast and community, and that's fun, isn't it? Who else is here? (laughs) And I'm Steven, and... uh, (laughs) I, I had something, but funny enough, Zach just said it. Um, we did just finish season two of Community, and we're here to talk about it. That was your thing? Your thing was just going to say it? No, I was just making it up. My thing was saying that you took my thing, but you didn't have anything, so <laughs> it didn't play too well. Welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, it's a little bit different this week. We're coming at you on a Wednesday, so I'm so sorry you had to go two days without us. I'm sure it was tough. But it's worth it because what we're here for today is super exciting. I was I was really 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 looking forward to this. Yeah, I really, I am really really I you know wet myself like six times today in preparation because I was so. Is that excited. more than usual? Yeah, yeah. Normally I keep it at a smooth two and a half. Uh, the the half is just a little dribble, but it, it it's uh you know it I I was just so hyped all day. Like I was I was you know I I, I taught a little bit. But the, on all my lessons, all I could say was, hey, you know what I'm doing tonight? I do a community podcast. Do you like community? I talked to Joe McHale once. Ha <laughs> ha. And they're like, how many times have you had that dance? conversation? 
<laughs> How many times have you said that to someone that you've just met? Um, in different words, a few. I definitely mention that we've interviewed Joel McHale whenever yeah, I tell somebody about the podcast. It's a cool thing to brag about. If anyone's yeah. willing to listen, we'll say yeah. it. If they've made it this far into the conversation, they're, they're, they're game. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everyone. It's been a great season. I think this podcast achieved new heights across season two. Uh, and and I, I am think... a little taller. Thanks for noticing. I hadn't. <laughs> thought maybe you got glasses or something, but then I realized you, that you hadn't ever worn glasses. Except that time I wore yours for like half a day. Did you? I did. I don't remember that. Was that a high school thing? It was not. <laughs> it probably should have been. <laughs> well, well, this is exciting, and I've been looking forward to this for a while now, and we've got to start off the show. It, we we couldn't be ending season two without shouting out the the man of the hour every hour the the man who haunts my dreams both both in a in a in a seductive way and in a in a authoritative kind of way that is our community papa at communities on twitter we wouldn't be here without them you know it you love them thanks for thanks for supporting us <laughs> yeah thanks um, i'm going to say a sentence i never thought i'd get to say okay thanks dad for supporting me <laughs> <laughs> the you know our our, our our relationship with communities is 100 percent. hey dad i'm not your dad and it <laughs> is the healthiest father figure relationship i've ever had oh, that same. i ever dreamed of having probably um, ever will have really pro- definitely including with my future children with our own children because they're right. screwed communities will be their dad as well because i'm yeah, not i if he'd have him so thanks, communities, for retweeting this bullshit every week. And yeah. also, let's shout out our $10 and up Patreon. Pa- I always want to say Patreons. Our $10 and up oh, Patreons at patreon.com slash podcast. That is Brian Thurman, Mary Baker Budisa, Danny M. Lugo, and new to the list, Melissa LaPena. La- La Welcome, La Melissa. Thanks Let me for know if that's the right way to say it or not. How's it spelled? It's L-A-P-E-N-Y-A. A. <laughs> Ooh, an Inye is there. La Pena. I like La that. Pena, right? That's La Pena. Right? La Pena. Thanks, Melissa, and thanks to everyone. <laughs> if you'd like your name wrongly said on our <laughs> podcast every week, become a $10 and up patron at patreon.com slash podcast. All kinds of exclusive podcasts, our weekly live pre-show, you can't dis a pre-show, and things like what you're about to listen to right now, our patrons got to live stream it as it happened, so that was cool. Yeah, that was. It's a great thing to be able to to experience life right alongside us instead of on a few days delay. And if you're somebody who, when something's happening, you need it now, like you need it now. Oh, I need come it over to Patreon. If I didn't need it before, I need it now. It's your money. Use it when you need it, and use it to come on over and join the family at Patreon.com/slash podcast. It really does help. I am looking to, uh, you know, use our Patreon to really get my drug career started. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like I've got the, I've got the drive. I just don't have the supply. Yeah, scared money don't make no money. Build it up. So <laughs> right, but no, I really want to build this up farther. We've built it up pretty far, but I want to be able to, you know, turn this into a, a more functioning studio. I want to do more yeah. shows. I want to, I want to bring more people into this thing. I, my, um, my goal is for. You can't disappoint a podcast to be kind of a branch off into a little bit of a podcasting network with a couple mm-hmm. of little things. So every dollar that you're willing to give us over at Patreon helps a lot. But let's not waste any more time. 
uh, today was really fun. It was super fun. Yeah, are we fun? speaking from the present right now? Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah we're talking about what everyone's about to listen to, which is our season two roundtable. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's going to be great, Zach. I really Steven can't has wait no idea what we're introing right now. It's 10 o'clock at night. Uh, no, yeah, that was so much fun. It, it was great getting to talk to those guys, and it was um, kind of a surreal moment just because, you know, they're friends that we've made through this and people that I do consider, like, you know, friends. They're awesome, and, and they do great work. We've hung out with and, all yeah. of them enough times now to where it kind of does feel like being in a room of friends, and yeah. we've known these people because of this for about a year through this show and it is comfortable and fun to 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 get them all together and we really i believe have a star-studded cavalcade of community podcasters your vocabulary week. tonight is just handsome it is great thanks i really nice work i really appreciate that uh, yours has 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 left some something to be desired often does yeah, uh, but we've got a really star-studded lineup. Really, I think, I, I say it in, in, in the special, but any group of community podcasters would be a great conversation. But I think we've got a pretty solid brain trust mm-hmm. of some of the finest names in the community podcasting business. We've got Alex Burdeen from Six Seasons in a Podcast. We've got TV's Kevin Lanigan returning from Advanced Community Studies. And we've got both halves of the Save Greendale Committee, uh, Ed and Bo, all great friends. We're glad that they're here to join us, and I think it's time. I think we need to let the people hear the conversation. What do you think? I think it's it's time to unleash this upon you. Let's let's unzip that audio trouser. <laughs> oh, the audio. Okay, sure. Audio what trousers. I, sure. Um, and and, and let pull loose. out some <laughs> thick, meaty podcast action. Let's get into it, piggies. So meaty. Oh my god, That's what is a that soup from? Reference. The soup. The soup. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. So meaty. So Let's do this. Meaty. Yeah, have fun. You're not even a dad, Bo. Are you a dad? Um, I, I'm the father of two young feline boys. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll give that. You're practicing if you ever want real human. Real, real feline uh, boys. I've, I've decided I'm going to start walking. Like, anytime I introduce my partner to anyone, I'm going to say I'm the beautiful mother of my children and then just have people <laughs> and then not have a follow-up. Like, <laughs> That's, That's really funny. Would you like to meet them? Our cats are our everything. You know, who needs kids when you've got the love of a, of a feline? I saw a post <laughs> yeah? that said that plants are now pets and pets are now kids and kids are now exotic pets. Yeah. <laughs> I think as a society, we've moved past the need to procreate, right? Yeah. Who needs yeah. that? Soon there will be robot children for us. There we go. I would kill for that. <laughs> Honestly, okay. remember the, the little whole, the Sony robot dog? Oh my yeah, god! Of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. What, like, where did those go? And why <laughs> do they have one now? They're waiting. They're lying. <laughs> Somewhere rise. under a bridge, like I robot. There's just as soon as someone turns on an iPod dogs. Nano, they're all taking over. <laughs> it's they're over. Just waiting. I mean, I love the idea. There's this, this, the whole, you know the singularity will come about because of an update and like the people that pushed out the update it'll be like oh we gotta fix fix this glitch and then that'll just give siri sentience yeah like cool. i love that but for the sony robot dogs <laughs> i would love to live in that world i'd feel safer somehow exactly so you haven't seen mitchell uh oh, mitchell versus, versus the machines, machines. Yeah, oh, oh, clearly, I oh i yeah. haven't seen it oh, yet okay. is it great mm-hmm. oh it's, really it's quite good, good. 
It's the Spider-Verse? Don't yep. the Spider-Verse people have something? Is it yeah. some oh, Lord yeah. and Miller? Or other yeah, it is. Same, no, it's same, same animation it's style, pretty much. Like, not, just, not, not same, but, like, it's the same level of flash and the same level of, like, every second your eyes are just being, like, I just, just It's fantastic. Just like Spider-Verse is a movie directed by three people who are not Lord and Miller, but always mm. gets brought back to Lord and Miller, sure. so too is Mitchell's versus the Machines, <laughs> where, like, yeah, their names are on it, but, like, they weren't there every day in the in the bay, just like, all right, can you move his arm one centimeter up? <laughs> I did yeah. not know that they didn't direct Spider-Verse. Yep. No, it's That's three like... other guys. <laughs> It's like one wow. of those things where I don't know how many times, and I, I shouldn't be the one to like die on this hill, but I'm like, Nightmare Before Christmas wasn't directed by Tim Burton. His name's yeah. just on it. He wrote a poem. I take up or that cross took some in, my, in my life as well. Yeah. And I didn't I just know like that, but I also that? rarely have conversations about the Nightmare Before Christmas. But like if someone <laughs> put a gun to my head and said, who directed Nightmare? I'd be like, Tim Burton. And then I'd die. I, I, like, yeah. I mean, if someone put their gun to my head and asked me who directed it, I couldn't tell them. I could say it's not Tim Burton. I I am apparently the only one who would survive in this conversation, and okay. I, I take that knowledge with me every day. Henry Selleck, <laughs> you fools. <laughs> Kevin's actually holding the gun, which is what yeah. he said. Yeah, absolutely. I, this is some <laughs> extreme movie trivia. Are you ready? Name the three directors of Into the Spider-Verse. None of them are Lord or Miller. Name even one. Please, I have kids. Let me go. I Stanley. So did the directors of Spider Verse, but they, you don't need to. Well, what Rodney to, Rothman. What a way to start this. I yeah. like this. This is great. Threats of murder. And yeah. You know who else yeah. was in. Uh, no, not actually him. I was Prowler. I was trying to make a Donald Glover. Mm. Uh, well, Spider Verse has a frame Ooh. of him, doesn't it? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Right? From the first episode of season he's, two of Community. Yeah, he's right. on TV. Wow, really. look at that. Bringing it to the beginning of the circle that we're beginning. <laughs> we're talking about season two of Community. I've been super excited to do this because I feel like, I don't know, any gathering of Community podcasters would be a really great show. But I feel yeah. like this gathering of Community podcasters that we've got tonight is is pretty high quality. And I think it's going to think it's gonna be something, whatever it is. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I don't think you could do much better than the fine folks we've gathered tonight. We've really got like a dream team. Move over, Shaquille O'Neal. Our new starting what? center is <laughs> not on the dream team. Not <laughs> never on the dream team. I'm thinking more like move on Ewing. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen and President Barack Obama's there we podcast. Go. <laughs> there you go. That's there you go. Wait a second. What? Let's name the five members of the Olympic dream team. Everyone ready? The gun is back. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> Magic Jordan. Johnson, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Patrick Ewing. And was it Moses Carl Malone? Uh, I maybe oh, not Malone, oh, but otherwise Malone. exceptionally yeah. well done. Thank you. Jordan, uh, Jordan Johnson, Bird, Barkley, Charles Barkley, Charles Barkley, Charles, yeah. Charles, Charles. Sir Charles. Jordan I know Peele. some of those names. Bill, <laughs> they Murray. were in Space Jam. Bill Murray, there you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Bugs Bunny, Donald Duck were important. <laughs> What's not Pepe Le Pew. There we Newman go. From it's not Seinfeld. so easy, is it, Zach? Newman from Seinfeld, yeah. It's He's not one so of my easy. favorite basketballers. He was great. <laughs> Let's uh, give some introductions because people might be like, who am I listening to right now? <laughs> We've got, what, four different podcasts on here right now? It's great. We've got, let's introduce, we've got Alex from Six Seasons in a Podcast. Woo! Uh, what one could say maybe is the is the granddaddy of the of all the community podcasts. <laughs> We're glad to have you here. How's it feel to hang in with the kids? Uh, 
Geriatric, I suppose. <laughs> uh, uh, I am drinking a granddaddy type beer, so that, that works. There you go. Mazel. Yeah. How are no, you good, been? Thanks. What's I'm, going on me? over on your show? You still got new episodes coming out? Yeah, I've been. I've got episodes to edit, and I've been, you know, not to take us to a place, but uh, let's do it. It's, let's it's go wherever good. you want to go. No, it's, it's I've been struggling to get them done just because I'm tired. So it's I'm like just, I did. I, no, I did like twelve episodes in a row, and then I have like another three to do. Wow. And that's just a a long patch of of like you know doing. You, I don't know. It's different. I do a different thing than you guys, and you guys. Yeah, sure. You know, uh, anyway, so yeah, it's well, a lot. I'm sure we can all relate to being like, well, this has to come out, but I haven't done it yet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, sure we've all been there. Yeah. Well, maybe it's the same thing then. And I, uh, <laughs> well, so. I think. <laughs> Sorry, Alex, you unfortunately are not special. Then who else we've got? We've got returning, uh, the only returning visitor we have today. We've got TV's Kevin Lanigan, Advanced Community Studies. You guys are getting close to wrapping up community, aren't you? Uh, we are, tomorrow night we're recording, uh, our episode about advanced, advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Sure. Ooh, uh, nice. so we, we're taking these last two seasons slow. Mm. They're like underappreciated. So we're no longer, we're not doing two at a time as often. We're trying to like take it out in chunks, really like sure. piece this stuff apart. Uh, yeah. Many happy returns. Thank you for having me back. Uh, Alex started can check, can check. I'm having a little gin and juice with lemon and ginger. Nice. Having a great Tasty. time over here. Beautiful. Cheers. Uh, salud mi water. familia. Uh, <laughs> tap salud. water. Sounds great. I They're coming for me. <laughs> <laughs> got a gym. Do you guys have any plans for what you're going to do after you finish community? Does the show end or does it continue on in some form? We've had ideas, so I don't want to talk about anything sure. super specific. Uh, we did... Uh, as sort of a break before season four, we did season one of The Witcher, just sort of covered nice. that show. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, I remember that. Which, because, like, our, our lust for Henry Cavill has been a main <laughs> facet of the podcast from, like, the very beginning. Um, so we did The Witcher. So if season two of The Witcher decides to come out around that time, that would be, that would be very advantageous. I threw out one suggestion that I don't know if I'll say here. I'm retracting it now, because I'm like, the it's too somehow a show created by someone even worse than Dan Harmon, if that's, you know, um, so, so anyway, no, no, no firm plans yet. Okay. Well, that sounds interesting. <laughs> Sorry. Too much. Well, off, off the cuff later, I want to know who you're talking about. Sure. I happy to, happy to, uh, throw Joss Whedon in a trash can right here on this very, on this very live stream. Okay. Uh, yeah. He can live yeah. in the sewer. Yeah, I, I can, I can, yeah. I'm with you on that. And we've got Ed and Bo. We've got both halves of the Save Greendale committee, which is great. Uh, we've had the pleasure of showing up on your program a time or two, and now you're here with us, and we're glad you're here. How's it going? It's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we've, we've, had, we've had you guys on, and Zach, you are on two episodes that I have yet to edit because, like Alex... I'm tired. It's a lot of work. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, we've got a lot. We've got a lot coming out soon. We're uh, the only two. I'm sorry. There are sirens and stuff. It's too hot for me to close the windows. I apologize. That's okay. I understand um, that completely. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the only two episodes we have left to record in season two are is the paintball finales. Uh, so we're, nice. we're not far behind you guys. Um, yeah, and I can't and, wait to uh, see how the season wraps up. Honestly. 
I've never seen the show before. Never seen it before? <laughs> no spoilers today on this roundtable discussion. I thought <laughs> we already watched the one paintball episode. I thought that was it. Well, that's cool. Uh, so ha- ha- have you all adjusted well to having co-hosts and to it not just being a, a one person driving the train? Has it been nice to have Bo along on the journey? Yeah. Um, he joined officially, like... A little before halfway through the season, I think. Um, nice. But he's, I mean, Bo, you had been like my most reoccurring guest before that, anyway. So um, he was pretty familiar to the show already, and so most of the most of the real help has been behind the scenes with like organizing and like actually having meetings to talk about when we're going to record and things like that. So yeah, yeah I, asked, I asked have Zach a to, to ask you that question <laughs> as like a, as an evaluation period on the podcast, <laughs> so nice. that I can know yeah. your true feelings. <laughs> You've Means? been a great. You've, you've been great so far. You get a B plus. You know, you gotta have. That's something a to better shoot grade for. than I normally you get on our show. To shoot for. So, <laughs> me and Steven well, have though. this meeting every week, and uh, <laughs> it's like, all right, come on my lap. You've gotta, gotta receive what? a couple oh. lashings for your performance oh. this week. Yeah, my performance reviews okay. get very physical. Not come on my lap. Come to, well, well, on a good week. That was a Freudian slip. On a good week, yeah, on a really good podcast. Like, man, we really dived into the truth of uh, mixology certification this week. Wow. Now you know and what Alex to do. Alex left the room. <laughs> <laughs> we scared that. Oh, doggo. No, this is good. Good tidings. Uh, good now tidings. joining the show, we have Alex's dog. Uh, Alex's dog, quick question. How you doing? How is your journey here with the traffic bad coming down the stairs? <laughs> she was pawing at the door like it was, I don't know if she was going to bust through it. She's an Maybe anxious she little dog. Chokes. It's like, I don't get it. The beagles, I don't know. Like it's a big here. show, you know, and she, she may be a little nervous. Uh, you're among friends, sweetie yeah, pie. Yeah, she knows Joel McHale's been here before, so she just wants wants to live up to that. Well, okay, so let's talk about season two of Community. Obviously, it's something that we've all seen and enjoyed and analyzed thoroughly at this point. Uh, I think it, it it's the easy answer to what is the best season of Community. Do you guys, uh, do you all hold hold that true, or do you think there's more of an argument to be had? Yeah, I hate to be basic, but this is the one. You know, right. like I was it was hard to put together like what are the three worst episodes of a, yeah. of this season? This these 24 episodes most of which are at least like a B plus. It's just like mm-hmm. an incredible yeah. batting average that this season has. It's unbelievable. I don't know exactly what the string of episodes is, but uh, looking at it something from like from cooperative calligraphy to Oh, no, maybe that's not from Advanced Dun- I don't know. There are a couple of runs like of episodes really that are stretches. just banger after banger, and, yeah. and they're not turning in any, like, uh, just kind of slept on, just dashed together episodes. Everything mm-hmm. is really high quality. I do think there's about three or four episodes that kind of sit on the bottom of the season, mm-hmm. uh, personally, especially going over it this time. But it is, it's almost harder for me to decide what the top, top five are because I have yeah. to leave out some episodes that would probably be on my top 10, 15 of the entire series because there's so many good ones yeah. in the season. It was tough. It was tough for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, and I don't know together... if I totally agree, but I don't have an opinion strong enough to fight with you. Guys <laughs> well, the, well you, can't, you can't be a tease. What do you mean? Uh, yeah. Season three is, I mean, season how do you... Great. I mean, pretty you, good, you know? I don't know. I mean, the, the Christmas episode's better. I uh, agree with that. The sure, Halloween sure. episode is 
pretty good. ABBA. It's ABBA. pretty good. How much it's ABBA is in the other yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Remedial Chaos Theory? Hello? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. You know, good episode. Right. No one's on the other side of the station. <laughs> but yeah, but what else is what else is hanging out over there? We've got like Virtual System of Nail in it. We've got uh, Troy and Britta together. Come on, come we on. Got, not uh, kind of. The funny thing that I think when you watch like season two, like knowing what happens in season three, I am like I personally I feel like I've been vocal about this on our show, but like I have been like a Jeff and Britta like ship person. Like I, I think that they should have mm-hmm. been together. <laughs> ship person. But during the teases that you get of the Troy and Britta relationship in season two, knowing that I don't like it in season three, I see it in season two and I'm like, oh, that's cute. Like that's, that's yeah, nice. <laughs> just barely play around with it a tiny amount mm-hmm. in just like an episode or two yeah. uh, mm-hmm. of season two, and it is kind of cute. I don't know. The season does a good job. Of, uh, is it in season two where they, or is it season one where they all look at each other and are like, any of us could have sex with any of us at any that's time? That's season one. But season I feel like one. season two kind of lives up to some of that mm-hmm. and some of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and some of in- them do. Some of them, <laughs> <laughs> some of them almost have babies. So yeah. what is it yeah. that makes season two? Uh, with Alex notwithstanding, what, what that makes it <laughs> probably standing. the best season of Community. What is it? Is it the is it the like themed episodes that go so far out? Is it the more grounded episodes, or is it that there's a mix of the two, or that it's cohesive? I don't know. Here's what I'll say. Okay. Because I, I'm falling on the fence of I, I I think what actually hurts season three is having the the story of of Chang taking over. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I and, 100% agree. And I think that's that's the difference between yeah. season two being great because they spend more time on, I don't know, you get critical film studies, like, you know, an yeah. unadulterated, Jesus, I can't even speak, um, unadulterated, <laughs> that's, that's the word? Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Episode of like, there's no other, anything else going on, right? And you've got like, I mean, I suppose I could have said bottle episode, but. Uh, I wanted to go with the word I couldn't pronounce. <laughs> um, and you get better finales in season two. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. You, you guys are right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I like the season three finale a lot. And I'm not exactly the uh, biggest champion of the season two paintball episodes. They're mm-hmm. they're not near the bottom of the season for me, but they're not near the top either. It feels one of the few times where communities like, okay, we're going to do that again. And I kind of, I don't know, I could do with or without that. Mm-hmm. Not that they don't do it well again, or maybe even better, but it still feels like we've seen this kind of before. Well, I, I feel know. like when it comes to the like community is not one to not repeat itself. Like I feel like that's part of the the appeal of the show, like being mm-hmm. able to point out the references. But sure. I feel like the the season two finales, like the the two part finale, um, instead of like oh we've done this before, we're gonna put a twist on it. It's oh we've done this before, we're just gonna make it bigger, and yeah. that doesn't yeah. necessarily yeah. add mm-hmm. anything to the show. It just makes it like. Oh, cool! It's paintball, but for two episodes now, and like yeah. relevant celebrities that if you didn't watch Lost at the time, <laughs> like Josh Holloway, he's just some dude Steven with a big had chin. No idea who that was. I didn't like, know. I was hyped. From Lost. I was like, I oh. was hyped. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah, I, <laughs> even seeing that, I was like, oh, this is like, mm-hmm. this is so just for me that it feels very <laughs> selfish. Yeah, I just rewatched the uh, the that half of the paintball finale, and he's and he really like. It's such stunt casting, and he's kind of in and out of the episode. I think it takes up too much of a chunk of that episode, and mm-hmm. I think um, I prefer the second half, the mm-hmm. the, the Star Wars run. Um, one, because I just prefer the reference to Westerns, but um, it's also just, I think, more creative um, than, like, like, it's not... 
like the vibe of the um, a fistful of paintballs is more like modern warfare to me, and mm-hmm. that it's like hmm. it's all like like it's like everyone's hiding out, like mm-hmm. everyone's scattered versus totally. like. Yeah. Yeah, a few paintballs more gives them, like, a different goal. It's not about winning the game in the same way. It's about, like, it's like the war, you know? It's like they're actually, yeah. like, fighting, like, with more of a purpose. So, um, even though kind of more of the character story with Pierce and everything is in the first half, I think the mm-hmm. second half stands out more to me as, like, just the more creative use of the paintball mm-hmm. uh, setup. Yeah. Um, the first oh, half, is. definitely for Annie, though, is is a very strong showing. Annie is such mm-hmm. a badass in the first half of the paintball finale. But I do think the second half is a, is a stronger episode. What were you going to say, Kevin? Oh, I was about to say exactly the opposite of what you two uh, say just said. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I go to bat for Fistful. You know, I will say, like, in high school when it came out, I was all about a uh, few paintballs more mm-hmm. but uh you know as i became more and more pretentious about film i was like this full of paintballs is just like on an entire like the style of that episode is on a whole That's great. other yeah. level the f- secret setup that they're doing throughout the entire episode about the card game and like yeah. everyone's that, cards yeah. come back and and play off in that huge way it's the culmination of like this pierce story and to a lesser extent like a pierce and annie story that they've been building for like 17 episodes yeah. you know of this mm-hmm. season um and as someone that watched lost live uh, uh yeah i'm totally in the tank for bringing like the best character from lost onto <laughs> community like it was it was it was so Uh-oh. thrilling if i can step in before before the i think Sorry. you meant the best like candidate for like if if someone from lost was going to be in smash like uh, that kind of thing. Most, yeah. Well, like, I think because, if like, I was uh, going to import one Losty to Smash, I think I would choose Desmond. I think his final Smash would be would but, be more uh, impressive. But you get my point. Like the absolutely. Now, this, I was about to tangent into a full on Lost. Like, well, if you get into like Ben Linus and like John Locke's whole <laughs> philosophy. I, Listen, ben Linus, best character on Ben the Linus, yeah, incredible you. character. No one is arguing this. Uh, uh, you know. Uh, anyway, this is a Lost podcast. We're hijacking him. I like yeah, Curly because he was on a twenty-five like episodes of Lost, and that's it. Oh, yeah, I gotta I start mean, watching Lost so I can understand conversations. I watched on community some podcasts. of it in high school. Got really into it, and then at a point just stopped, and I never picked it back up. But I, I need to for sure. Maybe that is because it. you were Lost. Womp oh. womp. That's what the show's you. about, right? Uh, yeah. As someone who just rewatched it over like a year and a half after like a decade away, holds up. Good show. Check it out sometime. <laughs> Lost. Okay. If you take anything away from this, it's that Lost is worth watching. <laughs> I don't think enough people have said that. It's good to be on the record. Uh, so, too many people are afraid to say that, I think. The ending Lost. is great. It was great the, the whole time. Um... Even better, the, le- the Leftovers. So, I don't, is that a, is that a spinoff from Lost? No, <laughs> not at all. Okay, no, because I thought that they were yeah, lost the and they found some of them, but it's, then they yeah, didn't the find all of them, <laughs> <laughs> and so there's they were leftover Lost people yeah. from Lost. Yeah, exactly. I have no was, idea what happens in the show. It was like Lost the college the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> lost med school. <laughs> Chicago Lost. <laughs> <laughs> Lost PD, it's great. There's a whole. If I made an aftermash joke, would anyone recognize aftermash? Alex, I'm counting on you here. I recognize mash. I, I assume they aftermash. Did not go long enough that they needed the something wall. to happen afterwards? 
Yeah, the 11 seasons of MASH was not cutting it. So they still they story then, to tell. I mean, then, if your series finale is watched by a billion people, you're going to try to make a Joey. Still, That's just like, how the it works. most people of all time. Like, nothing will ever be more watched than the finale of MASH. And they're like, people want more. MASH, obviously. Uh, like, so oh, let's take like three this? characters, and they work at a hospital now or whatever. <laughs> like, that was after MASH. Trapper MD. Trapper John MD, also. Yeah. Two yeah. spinoffs of Wow. Mad. And they both did great. They both lasted just as long as the original. Trapper MD, yeah. I think, did well. Trapper did okay. Yeah. I've at least heard of Trapper MD. I didn't know it was a mash <laughs> thing. Yeah. There you go. Now I know. Well, that yeah. was enlightening. So I should start with that one, right? <laughs> so so why don't, start why don't with why don't we segue into some of the ranking stuff we're going to do? Let's talk about our bottom three episodes. Why don't we kind of uh, go around and each give each uh, placement at a time? So we'll do, like, best worst to worst. Okay. Okay. We, Alex, you looked confused before yeah, I said anything. I was going to make a power bottom joke, but... Okay. <laughs> nice. Nice. There's still time. The floor is yours. Please. <laughs> yeah. uh, no. I was setting it up in, D- in the DMs earlier today. I was like, oh, I, I totally have a power bottom joke in here. And then I just was like, no, I'm going to make a power bottom joke. And just, writing just, bl- writing down in your notebook. Oh, there's a joke in here somewhere. <laughs> yep, Give me a second. <laughs> Give me a second. Don't yep. eat the crab dip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's go third worst. Uh, who wants to open it up? I'll say it. Abed's uncontrollable Christmas. I don't like this episode. Whoa! Wow! Whoa! Whoa! Okay, just, let's. Whoa. I'll, I'll start it. There is a vacancy sure on the, the Save right Greendale list. Committee <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Wow. If I'm just going to be real. Everyone, everyone, guns let's be, hot. Let's be civil. We no. all have some. Abed's uncontrollable Christmas isn't in my bottom three. It's not one of my favorite episodes, honestly. Uh, I'd like to hear why you think it's worse than just about everything else in the season. I acknowledge what I'm about to say is a me problem. It's a dumb thing to say, and okay. if ever someone, like, if I, if, if basically, like, if I was on the other side of this argument, I would disregard what I'm about to say, so I'm okay being the wrong one in this podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay. Claymation is just so hit or miss for me, mm. and with this, it was such a miss that, like, even, like, I, obviously, like, I, it's a, it's a great season, and, like, I don't, like, dislike this episode, it's just my least favorite, because, like, it gives me the most barrier to entry. Like it, it just, you know, like it's it, almost maybe how some people are with the puppet episode. You turn it on and it's a puppet episode, and you're like, I don't really want to watch this. I'm not saying that I don't like the puppet episode, but I can see that when something you turn it on to watch an episode of Community, uh, a base level, maybe be like, oh, I don't really want to watch this one. I'm not exactly that way, but I guess I can. I, 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 I really want to. I really want to give you some credit here. No, the trying belt surrogacy really is like a perfect comparison because it is the idea of like I can watch. Um, I always butcher the Halloween episodes. Mm-hmm. Like I can watch those and be, oh, this is still an episode of Community. It's just Halloween with that. Like, and it's more to the credit of the show itself. Like for for going this hard. Like as much as I want to give it credit and like say I appreciate X, Y, and Z. Just the I, I don't think this would classify as lizard brain, but like you, you know that just base level. Like I can't shake this i can't out reason yeah. my mm. just unease looking mm. at this kind of stuff and the like you said like it's not just it's another episode of community it's oh no it's the claymation episode it's like the real christmas episode. like you can say oh the first season christmas episode was the fight episode or the what this is the christmas episode mm-hmm. yeah 
and I don't want to disregard all of the character growth that w- that happened. Like, I don't want to say that it's not a funny episode that I don't like. Like, for any episode that I list off in my bottom three, when it comes up in the the next, like play next, I don't skip it. Oh sure, that's it's true just, with all of as them. As I'm looking through all of the episodes, just these were in my bottom three. Mm-hmm. Does anyone yeah. want to step up and say why he's wrong? You know, but I, I know, have I'm your wrong. opinion. I'm wrong. <laughs> I can actually, I, I didn't end up choosing it as one of my bottom three. I couldn't justify it because there's too many good bits in it. But I was looking at the list and struggling to pick a bottom three. And I did at least think about intermediate documentary filmmaking for the same reason that Bo is talking about for Abed's Whoa. Uncontrollable Christmas. Like, I love the documentary. F- like, I, mm-hmm. I like how Community does the documentary format. But generally speaking, I prefer shows that don't do that. So, I mean, we talked about this in our episode about it on our show that, like, I, there are, that it slows the pace of the jokes. It's just a different type of show when they're doing this style. And it's not my personal, like, favorite. And, and of the documentary episodes, it's, like, not my favorite either. I prefer the one in season three by a long shot. So, like, I, it's not one of my bottom three. It didn't really even come close because there's still a lot of good stuff in it. But, like, I do understand the perspective just based like based on that episode for me but yeah you're also wrong like that was <laughs> unbelievable like, I, I, it's it's really like a perfect episode but i guess it's like perfect if you like like that kind of like you know it's only perfect uh, <laughs> if you like good stuff i guess yeah, yeah. so ed was that, i lost you for a second was that you saying that documentary is one of your bottom three no no it it probably wouldn't even be like my bottom 10 of the season it's like definitely up there i just like when i I, it was one that pinged in my head as i was scrolling through and trying to come up with like i i had as my uh um third of the like my best of the worst i had um a fistful of paintballs until like wow. two minutes ago. Okay. Um. And frankly, Kevin, you're absolutely right. Plus, you're I just watched it. Like, it is so like much. it is really good. I just like of the paintball episodes, it's my personal like least favorite. Yeah. Um. And so that's why I initially put it there, but I had to cross it off because I just couldn't justify it. And now I'm like, I'm torn, but I'm just gonna go with psychology of letting go just for being like wow. a I... funny, but overall kind of like I think. F- Underwhelming episode by comparison. Okay, to Ed, I, I like that one quite a bit. Because this so. is I have one the of same number episodes. three. Actually, wow. Yeah, so, so Kevin and Ed both. This is one. Yeah. It was almost my number three. This is one that one of the few this season that Zach and I, I think had a little bit different feelings about. But this was not one of my favorites of the season. This was probably like my number four if I had to put it on there. It was very close to my number three. It wasn't my favorite either. Yeah, it was my three or four, and then I just decided on it. If nothing else, I just like. I think Britta and Annie mud wrestling is kind of lazy. I agree like with that. Yeah, the B plot in that one, sure. It doesn't subvert that, like, really sexist trope in any way. It just does it. And there's a few times where community will, instead of subverting a trope like it usually does, it'll just do it. Yeah. And I like the A story with with the, the lava lamp and the introduction mm-hmm. of all of that. But it just, it's not enough to make up for how much, mm. like, I zone out through half the episode. Mm -hmm. Let me piggyback off of that because I think that's kind of a theme of a lot of the episodes that were at the bottom for me are the ones that 
do something that typically community would subvert, but then it doesn't seem like they subvert it mm-hmm. here. It seems yeah. like they're kind of doing the thing that's bad instead of doing it to point out that it's bad. Uh, mm-hmm. So my number three is my lesser of those, but I went with aerodynamics of gender. Uh, I've never really been crazy about that one. I, I put it at the top of these because it's got the trampoline, and that's a great storyline. Yes. However, yeah. if the joke is that someone's racist, is it a good joke? <laughs> <laughs> so Zach, I also had this as my number three. I, I really didn't love the – as much as I love Hillary Duff. Who does I didn't Shout love that Hillary part Duff. of it. And <laughs> come on the show. <laughs> Shouts out Hillary Duff. H. Duff, come on the show. Let's talk about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, not, not my favorite. It wasn't a bad episode. I don't think there is a bad episode. Was it a good season. episode? But yeah, but it, it, wasn't, it did not uh, tickle my fancy the way some of the others did. I don't love what they do with Abed in this one very much. Uh, sometimes they go just a little too far. They do that in season three for me too. Sometimes they go a little bit too far with Abed and I think they do him right so often that it's a little frustrating when they go off the deep end a little bit. Uh, so, Steven, you said that was your 3-2? Yes. Yeah. Well, what's yours, Alex? I um, I don't really have a bottom three. It's not because I'm lazy and didn't do the homework. Um, <laughs> I know that's what you're thinking. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> it's when I looked at the names, I was like, psychology of letting go. Oh, that's when that... So, I, I, I don't know. I, I think um, there's... It kind of all bleeds together once you get to a certain point. Like, I think you could name, like, the top 15 episodes, and then I would say, like, then there's probably 10 that fall, or 14 that fall, like, below that. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Okay, Kevin's got a gun to your head, and you have to pick, Alex, (laughs) which one is it? I'm just going to pick three. (laughs) What's Asian population studies? I don't remember it. So, like, you're going to get... That's that's the last appearance of Rich, where they're asking him to join the study group. That uh, episode was almost in my bottom three. Sorry, Greg. I was gonna say that's all. That's in my bottom three because while I was trying to like do some homework, I was like, eh, this episode and skipped it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we also we also just watched it for the for SGC, so like I, I had it fresh in my memory. Sure, right. Just, like, Is a, that the one she gives birth? No, no that's no, applied that's, anthropology. It's no, the introduction of um, Andre. Uh, uh, what's his name? Malcolm Jamal Warner. It's the first yeah. time we meet Andre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kettle oh, corn. That's a fun time snack. Yeah, uh, Britta indignantly screaming mezzanine. It's Classic got one of the Jeff. It's world. got one of the best Jeff speeches though. Like his, his advo- advocating for Chang in that uh, in the group is like one of his best speeches. Plus, yep. I couldn't. I couldn't put it on my bottom three. It did. It was one of the ones that I thought of, but mm-hmm. I couldn't put it on the bottom three purely out of Troy. Um, probing um, Malcolm Jamal Warner about his yeah, that's a good habits. Bit. And <laughs> like, children have gotten their, their candy. candy. <laughs> just <laughs> the way he ends that conversation by just being like, I'm going to go talk to some other people. <laughs> and just walks yeah, away from him. So, Bo, that was your number two? That was your second worst? I didn't have my bottom three in any like okay. the, the top. Oh, okay. I have my top two like for the, the favorites. Those are the only two where I'm just like, yeah, I can definitively decide that this is the order. Everything else is just like any given day, I'll kind of sway one way or the other, but like mm-hmm. they're locked in at the bottom three and top five. So, like competitive wine tasting, what's that one about? That's my Ooh. number two. That's number two. Number two is competitive wine tasting. Man, there's some. Of course, Troy yelling, "My emotions" is funny, but him That's pretending to be to get molested, molested, yes. don't care and for then it. and then at the end of it, uh, it, 
Britta's still like sensitive towards him after they all know the truth. There mm-hmm. needed to be some type of like Abed's the only person in that one who's like, you need to not do this. This is going to end badly. Yeah. But when <laughs> he tells the truth, everyone like applauds him for it instead of that's yeah. my number two. Like that's when community isn't subverting what they think that they're subverting. Did we have the it's, same it's a cheap three, joke. Look at us. Well, right, I don't we... know what your number one is. We'll get so, to wow. that. Intro Kevin, to was, political Kevin, science. What's that one about? Political pop pop. Oh. Yeah, oh, try to political the science. Dean, is that's a great the, episode. The we election episode. Men have fought and that died. Is a, that is a top five. Um, <laughs> top we'll five. So who Holy still has bottom top three? Top five. Yeah. I still have my worst episode. Does I anyone still have my second worst? Well, I just. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I've uh, my bottom is uh, my second is also competitive wine tasting. Yes, Stephen. What was your number three? Uh, uh, my number three was psychology of letting go. Same as yeah. Me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We were twins. Twins. And Eddie need a second one. Right. I had competitive wine tasting at, <laughs> at my worst. Um, sure. Yeah. We, Zach, you were just on our show to talk about that. This is like it's not even just the Troy and Britta plot line. Like the plot I don't line like with, the, with the main Pierce plot line is racist is honestly too. even worse. Like yeah, instead, hate it. like or, they're both bad. I don't even want to say one's worse than the other. Now I don't, it's like, got the who's the boss is, plot line. That's why it does. It's the that's only, the only and it, and it why it's not points the worst for me. bringing back Sean Garrity as as an acting teacher. His his monologue at the end is great. Like there there aren't like valueless community episodes. I think, but this is like this is, de- this is the only one yeah. in this season I would say I dislike more than I like. Um, mm. But my number two is one that's like, again, like it was hard to pick the bottom three except for competitive wine tasting. So I have anthropology one hundred and one at my oh, second. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I've grown up my favorite, a lot. but. It's got a lot of great bits, and as I was writing it down, I was like, ah, oh, but the, the whole wedding bit is so funny. Like, all of that is great, um, but I Marianne ultimately just... The first things that come to mind when I think about that episode are, like, it's just, it's wrapping up a bit from season one that, like, that I didn't... That wasn't that good in the first place. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. the season one finale is one of my least favorite episodes of that season, and this episode mm. is just resolving a lot of that, so, like, yeah. Annie is kind of, like, at her worst in this episode, like, mm-hmm. there's just, it, there's not a lot that really leaps out to me, and I think some of the season premieres uh, and finales can struggle because they're, they, they have to be so plot-heavy, mm-hmm. um and can't really stand on their own. And season two's best episodes, in my opinion, are really standalone ones mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, and yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so that, that was a good way to segue into our worst worst. You said your worst was competitive wine tasting, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, I think the conversation we got to have about that one really illuminated a lot of the problems with that one where <laughs> we started off like, you know, it's not the best. And by the end of it, we were like, you know what? F- that episode. <laughs> we need to write <laughs> letters. Yeah, I like... It's really like the only one where I was just immediately threw it on my list. I was like, I know that's my bottom one. Like yeah. it was fresh on the memory, but also just like it, it like shocked me watching it again. Like I genuinely just don't like this episode. Like and that just so rarely happens with community. It's like yeah. So that's let's a lot hear of some bad episodes worst in episodes. This season. Huh. <laughs> yeah, but I think <laughs> season three I could probably do like a bottom six. Uh, yeah, yeah I've, I this some in season three I don't love and yeah. yeah. Let's There's, hear uh, some, uh, some You know where I was worse. going with that. That was okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'll do. I'll do my worst. I was actually surprised by my worst. I thought it would be competitive wine tasting, but I was looking over the list, and I honest, I decided that the worst one would be the one I always have to be like, wait, what's what's in this episode? What's sure. going on? Because normally I have like a pretty good recall. Mm-hmm. So my number one worst is uh, custody law and Eastern European diplomacy. That is also is my, my worst number episode one as of the well. Season. Yep. All it's twins, just like Zach, all three. Nice. Chang Aww. kidnaps. Black children. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and Jeff gets arrested for it. 
And there's a Balkan uh, war criminal. I just, yep. no, no thank you on this episode. Yeah, the one, <laughs> no, like, no not, you. one of the few not-white sub-characters they introduce, and he's a war criminal, and it's not, like, a joke. He just is. He just is. He just is. Yeah, he just yeah is. that was my worst as well. I, the only reason it's not competitive wine tasting, I think, is because of the Who's the Boss storyline. I, I, I have a lot of joy in that. Custody law, yeah, there's very little to take away from it. Very, <laughs> very little. Does anyone else have a different worst? This is, this is in my top five. What can we oh, my God. That's going to be fun. No. Is that my top five? Okay. But I love I, this episode. I, I, I have I to it. say, I have to say, when I was making my top five, I put this at five and then filled out the rest. I wow. wanted to shout this one out. It's probably not, it's not honestly in my top five. Like, those episodes I left out that, like, I could put ahead of it. But, like, but you I like figured, hipster. I figured someone else, like, I just, I don't know, I wanted to bring it to the conversation because I truly think it is Britta's funniest episode. Like, I just wow. do. I think she is... She is unstoppable what does in this she episode. Do in that one? The whole like her revealing Yeah, the Britney Spears. Um, the whole that revealing makes me cringe so hard though. I know it's, it's so like, good. And it's I so like good. cringy comedy, but that one just No, I, I love know. it. And, and when she when she does the like fake realization yeah. about Luca to Troy and Abed about yeah. stealing the DVD. What? It's so good. If like that is an Emmy Award winning scene. Dude. Even her the, on his chest being boy, like no. being like, I knew. I knew there was hurt in there. Like just all that <laughs> trying to like break yeah. him down. Like she's so also, good. Also, you're right that there's a lot of jokes in this that are problematic and it's probably as bad as competitive <laughs> wine tasting, but there's something about there's something about this the, the, the Lucas stuff and, and Chang just going off the deep end in this episode that hits me in an it's always sunny way where I'm just kind of like it is it's kind so, of it's always so sunny thing, far, it goes it? so far, but just, like okay. I just Chang's like, yeah. delivery of the kids being like our name's not Shirley. It's Laquan. Nay, hey, that's racist. That's one of the funniest things in this that season. Like, it's funny. so good. It's so good. Like, that's like even even Luca, like like is like reveal that he's a war group. Like, I'm sorry, but it's done in a funny way. Like, it really is. Okay. Save your tears for your dog mother in hell. Like, <laughs> girls are so undesensitized. Like, you get some good commentary on violence in video games in yeah. this episode. Like, it's, I don't know if I'd it's say a good. It's sure it's a, you get commentary a, on violence in video games. No, it's very nuanced, Zach. You're not giving it enough credit. <laughs> no, I just Maybe like. I, I think this is like. Lines. That's what this is thinking. not a very special episode in the way most of the best ones in season two or just best community episodes are in general. But I wanted to pick out one. Just them doing crap around Greendale. Yeah. Yeah. episode mm-hmm. to, to mm-hmm. highlight and and that this was it for me just Britta Britta like Gillian is incredible in this episode Bo did you get all of your bad ones out did you still have uh, I mean more? wine tasting but everyone was saying everything okay. that I wanted so then, to say let's so. hear some other fifth place on best episode since Ed opened it up with custody law which was most of our <laughs> least favorite of the entire season <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll get my five out of the way because it's been discussed a lot already. Fistful okay. of Paintballs uh, okay. is my number five uh, for all the reasons I said before. The style, <laughs> the story, the, the... It's I, I just it's remarkable. It, like, takes my breath away as, like, 21 minutes of television. I think it's excellent. I can't I like disagree with I think it's, it's not... good. As somebody who watched a lot of Westerns growing up, I kind of had that, like, 
bit of nostalgia for it. Also, as somebody who really likes the Red Dead Redemption games, uh, also <laughs> sure. felt some some love for that Absolutely. one. I think I do prefer the Star Wars one just a little bit in terms of like what do I enjoy watching more. Mm-hmm. But sure. I, d- I I really do like the card thing and the kind yeah. of build up with Pierce and Annie in Fistful for sure. I love how you pointed that out, Kevin. That's my favorite thing about that episode. How at first it's just an aesthetic that each of them has a calling card, and then slowly it's woven into the storyline, <laughs> and and it's 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 a really well done piece it's of really, tying the real world into the make-believe of the episode yeah yeah it's it's total it does what the best community genre episodes do and it keeps it rooted in an emotional story for our heroes and also just like i'm not a big star wars guy so like mm. the the incredible like spaghetti western aesthetic is gonna is gonna do way more for me than than mm-hmm. the star wars um yeah it's i think it's great Okay. I'll say my number five. I think it might be higher on some people's list. Maybe not. My number five is Conspiracy Theories and Interior Design. Uh, It's a perfect episode of television. I think all of these episodes, I would say, are perfect episodes of television. I think maybe what gives some of the other episodes... Uh, a little bit of a, a step above it is maybe they make me laugh a little bit more. Maybe I'm drawn to rewatch them over and over again a little bit more. But just the way that conspiracy theories is structured and and the way it all comes together and falls apart is so well executed that it's it's got to be one of the top. So I'll say that one wasn't in my top five. It almost was. I think the five, six, seven slot for me are all really close. And it was almost that one. It was almost the documentary one. But I ended up going with Paradigms of Human Memory for my number wow. five. Yeah, I thought that one was funny. Is that pretty much why? <laughs> yeah, that was real funny. <laughs> Laughed a lot. And and here's a, I, we talked about this thing in our episode. Neither of us are always huge on clip show episodes, but I think taking the the idea that it's all stuff that hadn't been done, mm-hmm. and then kind of how they called back to it later on with the St. Patrick's Day stuff, I I thought was really funny as well. I mean, it's, sorry, go ahead. I just I remember when it aired, um, like and and seeing with the promos what they were gonna do with it. Like I don't know why, but I've always loved clip show episodes. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm just like, t- <laughs> like, just too nostalgic to to not just love watching yeah. that kind of watch thing. it. And you're like, so, you're right. That part was that funny. Did happen. I enjoyed that when, that <laughs> when all of you guys danced in those various episodes, and now it's to the fray or whatever. Like, yeah, uh, great. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, but uh, so I, I love that episode for, for playing with that format. Um, and yeah, but it didn't make my top five. That was a tough cut. Yeah, like I said, I didn't really order my top five other than like my top two, but this is in the bottom three of my top five, as confusing as that sounds. There's so many <laughs> right there. Yeah, that's it's my number four paradigms of, of human memory. Great, great episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alex, you got silly. an episode to throw out? You got a good one to throw out? Conspiracy Theories was my number three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I think uh, you've got Craig Kukowski coming on mm-hmm. and n- just nailing the ending. Yeah. You know, like It was like Simone Biles. Right. <laughs> getting, the, getting the hands, <laughs> fingers. My daughter does gymnastics, so. Nice. Big, big uh, gymnastics house. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it just sticks to landing because it's just so funny. The um, Dean in that episode, the way the Dean breaks oh, the down, I, I don't know anymore. It's, it's so perfect, and, <laughs> yeah. and it's so funny, and, and the way that Jim Rash is able to like throw himself into really being in the moment with it is, yeah. is really, really yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. Kevin Corrigan's uh, great as uh, Professor Sin, so yeah, it's so, so good. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. No, my number five is Epidemiology. So. Ooh, epidemiology, good choice. number three. Great episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I Aside, I think you could do uh, mix up any of these uh, mm-hmm. aside from the number one, which should be everyone's number one episode. But anyway, 
Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, I don't Maybe know. not. It's, you don't know. You don't know us. True. You don't know my life. <laughs> it, it's fine. Uh, Bo go said ahead. Abed's yeah. Uncontrollable Christmas is the third worst episode of the season. <laughs> I didn't say third worst. I just said it was in my bottom three because those were not structured. So it's third worst or worst. Or yeah. worst. You're saying. I'm just saying. Let's keep the options open. If it is the worst, then let's discuss this and embrace it as a fandom. Okay, so I'm going to throw out my number four. It's one that I don't expect to show up on anyone else's list. It's just one that was a favorite when I was younger when I watched it and still makes me laugh just as much now. I, I had to shout out Intro to Political Science. I no, really, my number really, four as well. Okay, yeah, well, I'm yeah, glad to see that. I, yeah, it's nice. one that I think can be overlooked, but as a you guys said something about wanting to point out an episode that – that is like just stuff happening at Greendale. I think Intro to Political Science is my favorite of that. There's so many funny moments, both with the main cast and uh, seeing a little bit more of some of the extended cast in that episode. The Dean's so good in it. Mm-hmm. I think it's really great. It's my number four. Really good Ooh. episode. I So one of my favorite things about this season is the 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 bountiful... Uh, Where are you going with this? Just, uh, <laughs> I want to say like resurgence, Take us but there. Like for the first time. <laughs> the... the the introduction of one of the best characters in the show. I like think Kevin's I moments away from that. whipping the gun out. <laughs> I was like, I think I called them like my fourth favorite character in the show, maybe, but magnitude. So any magnitude <laughs> yeah. we get, I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. Pop, pop. Mm-hmm. I just, I yeah. cheer just with the rest of them. I love magnitude. <laughs> yeah, that that this episode uh, brings. I think it's. Uh, Vicky's it's like first the sec- appearance. Yeah. It's get, definitely it's like Vicky's the second first appearance episode. of magnitude. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you get you get some Starburns, you get plenty of Leonard, mm-hmm. you get like you get Garrett in there. Mm-hmm. Like I think this is like one of the most. <laughs> I think this is like a quintessential Greendale episode. It's like great. if you were to like make the episodes that just like like showcase how uh, how mm-hmm. amazing this setting is because and and the Dean's at his like top form too. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, his opening monologue on wearing the uh, Uncle Sam oh outfit God, is so good. And it's nice to know there's a floor on this thing. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, like, how into it he gets with, like, every speech. Like, he's, like, in on every chant, all that mm. thing. Like, yeah, it's it's so good. Jeff is, like, at his wor- best worst, if you yeah. know what I mean. You know, he's yeah. at his worst, but at his best at the same time. And, and then everything that's happening with Abed and Troy, like... Uh-huh. Uh, on the so side good. is great, and you get a you get an Eliza Coop car- uh, cameo in there. Yeah, so another great Britta moment it. of her great. storming the stage. <laughs> I believe you got me not being governed. Yeah, <laughs> Pierce like, gets to be weirdly poignant. Like it's a great, it's like one of the funniest episodes in the season. I think just like I, joke for joke, one of the funniest. Yeah, I mean, how does Pierce get to be Chevy? poignant in that one? I don't well, remember. Well, because he tells off Vicky, <laughs> and you know how I feel about Vicky. No, okay, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, not. I'm not saying that Pierce as a character should have said all of this stuff to Vicky, the character, but the dialogue of him is so funny. Just, like, my platform like, oh, you know your mic is high on, enough right? to push Vicky to her death. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, good, because I'm on fire up here. Like, that's just so good. Yeah, tapping the mic before saying because of your overbite is, like... You can tell that Chevy got that script, saw all the insults to some random yeah. girl, and was like, I'm going to nail this one. I got yeah. it. Yeah. No problem. Chevy time. <laughs> Some new actor trying to steal my light. No. <laughs> any other? Any other number fours? Uh, my number, number four, four is Abed's uncontrollable Christmas. Love okay. it. Bo, I think Battle. you like this one a lot. Right? <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I like that one a lot. I uh, actually got a little emotional each time we watched it for this time talking about it because I think there's some really great stuff with Troy and Abed that was really great, you know, because they're just they're just such good friends, and, and that's why I like it so much. I mean, there's some stuff in there that isn't great. I don't think it's the funniest episode of the show by any means, but I really like the amount of Duncan that you get in it. I think mm-hmm. that Britta is very Britta in it, which I appreciate, and um, Annie and, and Troy are great friends to Abed, and I love it. I think that's one of the things that makes season two so good is Professor Ian Duncan. I, I wish we could have gotten even more of him, but the, the fact that we get so much John Oliver in this season makes me really happy. Yeah. Sazu. Yeah. My right. number four is... Sazu. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, sorry, I'll jump in. My number four is Mixology Certification. Yeah. And I think that's been a, a popular... Uh, episode for a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a really uh, when you're kind of mixing in, uh, no pun intended, um, hey, uh, <laughs> hey. uh, into the, all of the episodes. It's pretty poignant. It's a sweet episode for Troy. I think you see a lot of depth from him and character growth and how they made that episode. It, it turned out incredibly different than what it was written mm. as. Um, mm-hmm. Compared to, it was meant to be a much more of a kind of a wacky episode, and they turned it into you know something very heartfelt. So I like that. Yeah, yeah. I love that episode. That it was, was just my, edged no. out of my top five. That one it's was on my yours, number Steven. three. My number okay. three. I really yeah. liked Mixology. I thought that it was one of mine. As much as I, I think the seasons, the the, the characters that shine the brightest this season shine really bright in that episode mm-hmm. with Troy and Annie and all, Abed mm-hmm. all getting like really great stuff there. So love yeah. it. I mean, you're talking about my favorite episode of the series. You know, like, (laughs) Mixology Certification is my number one episode of Community. Like, I love the way it mixes, like, sadness with (laughs) laughter. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think that's all really yeah. deft. Um, I love every character gets something interesting to do. Mm-hmm. They each except get their Pierce. Own little... Except Pierce is just kind of stuck, stuck in the, in the Pierce entrance. Pierce is just stuck, but like he has a bunch of great episodes and or great episodes, great jokes in the cold open. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, like, I broke I broke my legs, not my gender. Uh, <laughs> who made this crappy cake anyway? His really pathetic when when Shirley uh, when he has to ask ask Shirley for help outside of the door mm-hmm. and his pathetic like, will you please help me? Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and it's not it, like it's not, it's not, like not the moment. longest deepest storyline in the world but it's like hey it's a complete storyline mm-hmm. within an, within an episode you know yeah. um great cameos from paul f tompkins and yes Taro, yeah and yes. probably the best i've ever seen a television show talk about alcohol and the different ways that it affects mm-hmm. uh everyone is that like some people you know sometimes you ride it and you're really high and you make out with your hot friend sometimes it just puts you in like a deep depressive place and like ruins mm-hmm. your your mm-hmm. evening or, mm-hmm. or your life uh, Paul F. Tompkins throws a drink in your face. I just, it, great, great. Episode. Sometimes you just one. have to take care of your friends and you never really get yeah. to have the good time you wanted. A I think job what, that I had many times. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. I, I think that episode really nails for me the feeling of turning 21 yeah. and how there's so much excitement and like mythology around turning 21. And then when it happens, you kind of feel dead inside, you know? Yeah. I, it's it's no matter what, you're still you, and it's kind of like a welcome to adulthood. Uh, it, I don't know. It's I, I think it, it nails a lot of the a lot of the kind of bittersweet feelings around around the age Troy turns in. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great episode. Yeah. It didn't I mean, make my top five though. So it's so it's also it's my favorite episode of the, the season. Just to spoil that, but 
part of that is the lesson that Troy kind of comes away with at the end of, you know, mm-hmm. the Red Door and L Street are the same bar. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like, hey, just because they're older than you doesn't mean that, like... And not, not that, like, you should disregard it. Like, if, if there are any children watching, listen to your parents. Jesus Christ, don't <laughs> stick your head in an oven because they told you not to. Like, just... <laughs> like, sometimes rules are there for a reason, but in this case, it's the, like, the, you know, the barrier breaking of, yeah. hey, I can feel more confident in my stature within the group. And it also did a good job, in my opinion, of showing, like, hey, let's say that Greendale shut down tomorrow. Would they still be friends? Hmm. Yes, because we see hmm. them working in a yeah. setting that, like, in my opinion, mm-hmm. was more natural than like a just some random thing that we couldn't really relate to. Something very like community, like just people going out to a bar. Like, if the yeah. rest of the series decided to be, it's these characters meeting at the bar and then getting into wacky things. Like, I would still watch that show. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's... which later on they kind of did it a little yeah. bit in the last yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to just run down my top three really quick. My number three was Paradigms of Human Memory. I think that's one of the most perfect, uh, funniest, well-executed episodes of Community. And it was one that, until we watched it this time going through the season, that I probably would have left out of this top five. Mm -hmm. But I think it's just such an essential episode. There's so many funny moments for every character. And the way that the if Community is going to do a fake clip show, they're going to work it in so that all of the fake clips fit in the continuity of the show. And after this episode, all of that stuff still happened it wasn't mm-hmm. just for these bits even though it's just one-off jokes where they're in like western towns and stuff i <laughs> i really love that episode my number two is cooperative calligraphy nobody's mentioned cooperative calligraphy yet which kind of surprises me does nobody else have that on their list no. number two yep that surprises me i think cooperative calligraphy might do more for me what uh, mixology certification does for some mm-hmm. of you guys i don't know mm-hmm. i that's the one where it really after the stuff happens in that episode, the entire study group is on an even playing field. Mm-hmm. They like yeah. all uh, uh, reach a melting point with each other, and they all come out of it better for it. I don't think they could all go hang out in a bar together if cooperative calligraphy hadn't happened. Does that happen first? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's my number two. And then my number one, I, I, I'll save it because I think we're all probably maybe going to say the same thing. Does anyone else have something that hasn't been touched on yet other um, than our first favorite? I don't. Yeah. Oh no, I said my three. Also, I forgot. I want to give a shout out to in Paradigms of Human Memory because you reminded me of it when you were just talking about it. I think that the um, the cerebrellus gravity joke with mm. Abed and Pierce mm-hmm. is one of the funniest things in the entire show. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's so good. Yeah. Also, uh, Troy Troy's nose bleeding as he <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite lines. part. It's great. Is, yeah, it's, that's that's one of those things that's so well earned. It's so ridiculous and like. It, it, sort of outside of the reality, but it just, it's so well-placed in the episode, and yeah, I mean, it, it's weird, because it's not an episode where anything, like, fantastical Gee. happens, but, yeah. Um, oh, the D! Oh, yeah. Because oh, we are flat baroque. That montage <laughs> might be a single one of those list. is killer. I think, I think oh. Bo and I talked about this in our episode on it, but that, like, montage of the Dean will just, like, we'll, we'll do that back and forth while we're, like, playing video games, like, just out of nowhere, completely devoid of context we'll just start reciting those mm-hmm. bits and it's it, it's one of my favorite and knowing that they shot that all in like one day with just quick costume That's changes crazy. and yeah. like those like six examples were like the six they wrote <laughs> and they were just all great like it's yeah, yeah. it's, it's just seven bangers right in a row it's <laughs> yeah. like yeah. unbelievable yeah, and that's I think that's one of the things that cements for them that like oh Jim Rash has to be like a main cast mm-hmm. member mm-hmm. next year like he's getting mm-hmm. opening credits money now yeah we yeah. have to lock this guy down 
Yeah. Um, and that's just great. Uh, I think we're all thinking one similar answer to fill out the top fives. The only one of mine that hasn't been brought up yet in the top yeah. five uh, is intermediate documentary filmmaking. Love which it. Is my number, my number three. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that episode, again, a lot of the same things I said for mixology. It's like every character gets something great to do in that episode besides like Chang and Dean who aren't in it. But like Mm -hmm. everyone who's present gets like a whole storyline, a bunch of great jokes, like the back and forth between Jeff and Britta where she's his dumb gay dad, like Mm -hmm. the, the LeVar Burton (laughs) runner is incredible. And that episode uses like, yes, it is a documentary filmmaking. Like it's a parody of like, you know, Parks and Rec in the office, but it's Mm -hmm. also like, they chose that format as the only way you could tell this story. It like Hmm. lets them do this that they wouldn't be able to do without the documentary format and tell plot lines that like you need to be able to cut to people explaining what's happening Mm -hmm. for this episode to make any sense or even be possible. Mm -hmm. And, and so it's not just like a gimmick. It's also like a brilliant use of that format that most of the shows that use that format don't even utilize properly. It's unbelievable. To like take what you were saying and apply it to like the very beginning of the episode and like the they kind of reveal like the conceit of the episode of mm-hmm. you know Pierce I'm dying the pills wiped me out like in my <laughs> opinion like a good a good performance from Chevy Chase of me being like yeah oh shit like this he could totally be that and then the immediate flip to I'm not actually dying I'm not dying <laughs> it's so perfect it's so it's perfect. perfect and like you said it could not have been done if not in the the documentary mm-hmm. format so yeah you're 100 percent one right. of my favorite jokes in the entire series is. I don't know the exact wording, but Jeff, are you just gonna cut to me freaking out like a monster? <laughs> freaking out the different shots and the ah, his like yelp at, at the last bit makes me laugh so hard every time. Oh, I don't think anyone other than Alex has mentioned my number two, which was epidemiology. That's my number, That's two my number three. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. okay. Woo. I was a little yeah, worried. I, I was a little nervous. I, I, I love that one. I, I think mean, the ABBA stuff Iconic. is so funny. Mm-hmm. Troy's great in that episode. The cat in the yeah. basement. Tro- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Troy is the reason I really included that because I I was trying to decide whether to also include basic rocket science and I think Mm -hmm. both of them work as like the Troy hero episodes and obviously we get more in season three and that's kind of like his big send off is like you are the hero go like have your adventure or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah in epidemiology he is like such a good like having it all come down to him at the end happens so naturally and like it's also of all the like episodes they've done where they parody like action or anything with Mm -hmm. real legitimate danger this is the only one where I was like no they are in like real like (laughs) Like, it it was like we don't talk about it enough that like even though they all got it erased from their minds at the end this is canon like there are zombies <laughs> there are in zombie the community <laughs> universe like actual zombies like yes. they, it, it's and the, uh, speaking of we talked a lot about Jim Rash and how great he is this season him as Lady Gaga <laughs> that's like, one of his amazing. earliest you know season two the Dean comes into his own and that's one of yeah. the, the first announcements of the Dean is going to be one of the best characters if not the best character on the show <laughs> Uh, Troy, can do be honest. Are you a zombie? I will mace you. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. something called a chain of command. <laughs> you better back that pumpkin ass up, Leonard. That's what I'm stuck with. Any other outliers before we say our favorites uh, for anyone that hasn't yet? I we My got? number two is, I assume, going to be a couple of the number ones, so I'll sure. hold that. Um, same with yeah. my number two, which I think is probably the same episode. Well, then let's do it. Let's do it. So you guys have your number two yet. Yeah, give it away. Everyone, on, on three. One, two, three. Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Messianic myths and ancient... <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> 
So a lot of us have it as our first favorite. You two have it as your second. And then yeah. what did you have as your first? Kevin, you had mixology, mixology. certification. What did you have, Ed? I had critical film studies, and this is very recency wow. bias um, okay. because we just we just recorded our episode on it, and um, I think both Advanced Dungeons and Dragons and critical film studies are episodes that I don't think any other show could have done as mm. well, um, and that's true of everyone's like top five here. These are all yeah. like very unique to, uh, uniquely community episodes, but I think critical film studies what really uh, stood out to me in this last rewatch for the podcast was how well they like are playing with both the like the substance is is really good. I love Abed and uh, Jeff episodes. I think they're honestly the best pairing on the show even more than Troy and Abed. That's been my hot take for a while. Um but it, the way it like you have the my dinner with Andre stuff happening where in story there's the tension of Jeff trying to get Abed to the surprise party and on the, on a meta level, there's the tension of the audience being like, "No, we want the we want the Tarantino episode. That seems yeah. fun. Let's get to the Tarantino party yeah. and do the do the wacky uh, Pulp Fiction episode." And the whole time, it's like, "No, we're staying. We're sitting this in this is the episode. more much more obscure like movie I still haven't seen uh, reference." And like, I watched it, just- it for the podcast <laughs> when we got to the episode and. You can just watch critical film studies again. Yeah, <laughs> you get the whole well, you're over. It's so I watched like a six-minute video on YouTube that was like the opening and ending scenes of the movie, and I pretty <laughs> much go. got the gist. Yep, yep. <laughs> that's what I've heard. It was is really that cool how you can just kind of watch the beginning and end of it, and then yeah. you get it. So how both um, the the actual substance of the episode and how Abed gets Jeff to play right into the my dinner with Andre setting without knowing mm-hmm. that he's doing it when he starts revealing all the stuff about himself and then seeing Abed start to break as Jeff really is revealing personal stuff about <laughs> himself and he's yeah. like I was not expecting this <laughs> I just wanted to do the movie that is a yeah. really good episode so I'm glad that you mentioned it that's your favorite mm-hmm. of the entire season it was a tough call but just off of this uh, Right now, if I made this list again next week, it'd be five different episodes. Sure. So, like, it's just, it's really tough with this season. But, yeah, I I, I think, oh God, and part of the, re- like, the same reason I put Custody Law at the bottom of the list for Britta, like, this is, I think, uh, uh, Danny Pudi's single best episode. Mm-hmm. Like, the monologue he gives on, you know, about pooping on the set it's of great. Cougar Town. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I, I brought this up on our show, I'll say it again here, that it is... Like I am, I'm fooled every time. Like every time he gives that speech, mm-hmm. I'm like drawn in emotionally. I'm, I'm yeah. feeling for him. I'm like, yeah, no, I know. Like I know the feeling you're talking about. Like you wanted to be Chad. I get that. Like, but um, like, and then the, the flip at the end, just the the beat, and then I pooped my pants. It's so good. It's so well done. And like, and then Je- like Joel McHale, I think, is underrated as well in this episode, mm-hmm. playing on the opposite side of him. Um, because once he once he's the one who's actually revealing stuff, it like you said, it's just. It, it, it's so good. It, it's one of the quietly best, and I think like, yeah, you just couldn't do this on any other show. It takes so much build up of like the style of community and mm-hmm. what you expect from an homage episode, and yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's still only the second season, which is, yeah, it's, it's a feat. It's an absolute. No other like, show could pull it off, feat. and no yeah. other show I think would have the balls to do it because they know that nobody is gonna <laughs> probably. I mean, sure, uh, it was kind of a. Uh, indie uh hit when it came out i guess but there is so much time removed from my dinner with andre it is not a part of the zeitgeist in mm-hmm. in the times of community season two that's really risky to commit nice to something like use, that Zach. just because what yeah thanks nice word use of zeitgeist <laughs> thanks okay so Bo, did you give your favorite no is all it... of mine have been given out my favorite was mm-hmm. uh what did i say Mixology, mixology certification and then epidemiology was the the second one um and then everything else under that is just kind of 
It's in the top five. Congratulations. Like, I don't... <laughs> so, <laughs> give a definitive ranking. Me, no, Steve, and Alex, we said... all say Dungeon Dragons. Or, Steven, did you say something different? I said Dungeons Dragons. Alex yeah. said Messianic Myths and Ancient Peoples, but I think... Right. It was a joke. It was a goof. I think, I think he was I like joshing around. It, I, I liked it, too. It was at the bottom of a lot of lists, and I don't yeah. really know I why. Just, I never understood It's grown on me. It used to be one of my least favorites, and, oh, wow. and it, it's grown on Same me. Same here. It's grown on me a lot, too. Okay, so let's have the argument that I also saw at the bottom of a bunch of lists was... Pharmacology. I think that's a hilarious episode. It's I love that. Episode. That's funny. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's the I whole Jeff flirting the with the little boy. Yeah, other than aspect, that, but, <laughs> but Chevy <laughs> Chase and Chang are great in that. Yeah. Chang yeah. is excellent. Yeah. I think that's an episode I only considered for my bottom three, just purely out of like it's so like uncomfortable an episode. Like yeah. what Pierce is doing too. Like it's so uncomfortable. So it's a less pleasant watch than other ones, but it's one of the funniest. So I couldn't I couldn't. Oh put it you thought robbery. drugs were fun <laughs> forever. <laughs> That's not what drugs does, baby. Uh, okay, so let's have the argument why to us up uh, why to us is Dungeons and Dragons the best and why to the three of you is it not? I, I mean it's my number words. two. Yeah. Like, it's it's not like yeah, I feel weird because it wasn't in my top five, and that's not yeah. out of any shade yeah. to the episode itself. It's just like, to be fair, I've out of every episode of Community I've ever watched, like I've watched that one the most. Just yeah. out of, like, if there's been a just for some reason I haven't watched Community in a long time, like what's going to be the episode? Yeah. Getting back, it's going to be done. Yeah, and dra- like, and you know, I'll, I'll say I have other things to say, but I'll, I'll save that for later in the episode, and I hope that this is. You know, like, it's nothing bad. It's just I don't feel the same level of, like, serious appreciation. Like, like mm-hmm. it's it's the epitome of community, but it's also just, like, it's not in my personal top five. Totally. I don't think it would be my favorite episode of the entire series. I'm not sure what that's going to end up being. It, it's maybe there is the it's a little overrated because it's the one so many people point towards. But I think it really is the perfect blend of a really daring, uh, like structural change to the show for an episode, along with weaving it in emotionally with all the characters, getting you invested to the text and the subtext. And also the, we learn about Fat Neil and the way that you become so emotionally invested yeah. in him in just like five minutes, you immediately are like, yeah, I care about this guy. I want them to help this guy out. Mm-hmm. You mean Neil? Yeah, what did Zach, I say? You mean you said Fat Neil, you ass? Fabulous well, Neil. Sorry, in that episode, when I think of that episode, I think Fat Neil. Sorry, real Neil. Well, then you're missing the point. You know, and, and, Zach. After, and after Charlie Poons had had the Charlie the Koontz, kindness, yeah, but... you can't give me shit. And call him <laughs> Charlie Poons. <laughs> well, he is, you know, I don't know. It's his nickname because he, he just no. I mean, all I the, think all the Poons. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think his story that he shared with me was that he asked, like, eventually once he was, like, called back enough that he was like, can we have this just be called Neil? Yeah, on the, on the I completely get that. And it yeah. was like, yeah, they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I just, I, I think it was like the point of the episode. It's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. this character. Well, sorry that I said that. Sorry. That no, I said I'm that. just. Be- I'm no, just I, no, I get that. I get Come that, on the, the show, Charlie. Clear up what your last name really is and get back to your mind. I mean, spoilers for the for uh, the later section of the show, but like Neil is my MVP for this season. Nice. Mostly oh, because, yeah. because Love it. as I've been rewatching, he gets name dropped damn near every episode. Yeah, all the time. 
And then when you finally see Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, there is the payoff and there is the character growth, and it like solidifies like, hey, the, the background characters and community are characters. Like these people, like mm-hmm. you might not see them, but they have classes that you're not seeing on screen, and they have feelings yeah. that they don't get to really, you know, put forth a lot of the time. Well, and even and I think he does the some of the best the... acting of the whole season too, consistently. Whenever he's not just in that episode, uh, yeah, the beginning on, of is it Fistful of Paintballs that he yeah. has a really great moment so in the beginning good. of it with mm-hmm. Annie. That's another one of my favorites. I don't think I don't know when it comes to MVPs. We'll we'll segue into that at the end of every episode. Me and Steven like to give out an MVP for each episode, and we like tally it and see who over the course of the season we gave the most to, and then kind of uh, put it up against what our heart tells us. You know, based mm-hmm. off watching the season, who we really think it would be. Uh, and I just feel like I can't give it to a side character for some reason. I don't know why. I feel like it's got to be a study group member for me. Because Neil, I I, I I can see where you're going in that but what is he in like six episodes to me it's not necessarily the i feel like neil as like an idea like not necessarily mm-hmm. charlie coons coming on stage and or on on set and acting out this role and reading the lines or whatever but just the idea that neil has had such a consistent role in each episode whether or not it's a throwaway line or just hey we have to progress this scene because neil is going to get lunch and that means that we have to move quickly and that means the scene has to be over quick like mm-hmm. it's 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 the 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 smell of greendale embodied mm-hmm. into the students hmm. it's mm-hmm. like sure magnitude one of your pop, everyone's pop. One of ev- exactly one of everyone's favorite characters <laughs> throw away f- character he's a, he is mr Me yeah totally with less <laughs> like less he's Mr. Meeseeks with less depth. Like that's what <laughs> that's what <laughs> magnitude is. Wow. He's so important to the spirit of community that like if yeah. you if you got rid of Neil or like it, Fat Neil into Neil, like that progression, like that's to me mm-hmm. what makes community special. It's the idea that any wow. you can have some random throwaway thing. You can have paradigms of human memory where you have random clips that you've never seen before and they have major implications later on. You can have some weird weird shit go down during the Halloween episode and then have that be a major plot point for the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I I feel like the more I was listening to them just, like, throw away the Neil character, I'm just like, that means something to me because I know mm-hmm. that, like, off-screen Neil is right there. Yeah. Whether or not he makes the physical presence, off-screen Neil is still there and Greendale like is still Greendale. And this has like been that. my TED Talk. I Thank love it. <laughs> yep, I love it. Let's hear someone else. Who else has got an MVP? Who who stands out most from this season? Who is like the champion of the of the season overall? For me, it's easy, and I think everyone is excellent in this season. Like, there's no mm-hmm. bum leg on this show. Uh, but for me, the the MVP actor and character is uh, Chevy Chase as Pierce Hawthorne. Wow, nice. I wow. Think Nice. I think I mean as much as that dude sucks right. IRL. Like mm-hmm. he's he's a bad man. But that this season is not what it is without Pierce as yes. a fierce f- antagonist. And and you can argue whether or not like he was spurred on by that by the group like it's mm-hmm. a very complex like emotional relationship Absolutely. that Chevy performs very very well. We don't get so many of the episodes in our top fives without the mm-hmm. strong presence yeah, of Pierce Hawthorne. And it just, it, 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 it starts so early. It runs throughout the entire season and it pays off like gangbusters in the paintball mm-hmm. finale Yeah, to where like they end the season on Pierce possibly leaving the study group forever. And he goes out on top. Now, obviously that's not yeah, what happens, right. but that, 
that ending still like guts me emotionally. Mm-hmm. I think it's really powerfully done, and and it was his season the whole time. Uh, uh, number one with a bullet in my book. You've almost changed my mind. I know that was really good. that was that was a very good explanation because you're right. A lot of the overarching stuff in the season mm-hmm. is, is Pierce. Uh, but I'm going to stick with what I was going to say initially because I think outside of Pierce, I think it's very clear that one member of the study group this season comes out as the heart of the study group in, in a lot of different ways. And I think that's Benjamin Troy. Benjamin Chang. No, oh. it's, 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 it's Troy. I, yeah. You oh, say that you say that, uh, yeah. you say that you don't have a lot of those best episodes without uh, Pierce, and you're right, but I think it's the same way with Troy. Mixology certification, he is uh, all of the like bleeding heart episodes in this season. Uh, mm-hmm. Troy is a big part of it, even something in like documentary filmmaking. He just, you you feel for the guy. He's so warm yeah. and, and cuddly, and he's also the one who, I don't know, in this season, he gets to be a leader more often, mm-hmm. and he gets to, to make a name for himself to where he's not just the kid anymore, and Annie gets to do the same thing in the season really mm-hmm. well, too. But I don't know. I think Troy is just the beating heart of this season, so he's mine. Yeah, I, I had to give like a, a really, really honorable mention to Annie this season, because I think there were a lot of episodes where she was very strong, but when trying to look at who was the strongest in every episode, I also went with Troy. I mean, he's my favorite character in Love the show, it. so it's hard for me not to be biased, but I mean, he just like knocked it out of the park and with how strong he ended with the paintball episode especially the second one like it was it was great i will say you're everyone has been right so far in <laughs> in that i think pierce is absolutely the the antagonist of the of the season i think troy has been the heart of the season but the actual season is about abed mm. okay I mean, if you look at narratively, like all of the episodes, he's like central in, in you know, Anthropology 101, uh, Basic Rocket Science, Messianic Myths, um, Cooperative Calligraphy, you could argue, uh, Mixology, no, I mean, a little bit, <laughs> Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas, um, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, he's the narrator, basically, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Critical Film Studies. Uh, where I mean, I keep a, a fistful of paintballs, and I mean, he's Han Solo, right? I mean, he's mm-hmm. like, right, he's so. I mean, I, I would, I think that from a story standpoint, this season, I did this the other day on Twitter and, and gave, yeah, per- I saw that. I gave each person, like, I just, I actually came out of my conversation with Ed. I had this theory that, like, each season was a character as, like, the main driver mm-hmm. as, of, like, narratively. And the first season is obviously Jeff, but this season is Abed. And I think, um, anyway, uh, that's just my thoughts. Well, I think your arguments are good, but I do disagree with you because I think you say obviously season one is Jeff. Uh, When me and Steven did this last season, I Mm -hmm. think obviously season one is Abed. Yeah. I think Abed is, uh, I don't know, I think he is the heart of the group in that season. I think Jeff is extremely unlikable for the majority of season one, and Abed is... I don't know the way that in season one they so expertly craft this character that probably has some type of learning disability or some type of something in the way that it's it's part of who he is but not who the character is in the way that I don't know I just think season one really nailed Abed and season two did too but it was like they they were able to let some of the other characters step forward and, and breathe a little bit more in season two for me not disagreeing with with the heart of season one I think is is like you just get- the story. 
I, what, what I'm saying is that narratively, the story yeah. is all about Jeff coming to community college. Sure. And the heart is that he's is is he first I think like falls in love with Abed, mm-hmm. and, you know, and you get that in the culmination of the Chicken Fingers episode, and so. Uh, that's i mean that's what i would say like i think you're right you guys are all right in um in your different perspectives i I just would add that i think this is like a narratively abed season um i mean everyone's in it so uh, (laughs) well community is such a good show like what other sitcoms other than a few don't just have like the main two or three Mm -hmm. and everyone else is just Mm -hmm. stragglers sure community has some some characters that get the short end of the stick but i think this season really proves that jeff winger isn't necessarily the lead character of this show yeah uh there are episodes where jeff really just kind of sits in the corner and makes a couple of jokes just like every other character does that Mm -hmm. in this season uh ed have we heard from you yet who's your mvp uh, no, and uh, I think to go off that point, um, and I asked before we rec- we recorded, I was wondering if MVP had to be character or it could be just anyone on the show in front or behind the camera. Um, so, I, yeah, it was hard for me to pick a character. I think, Kevin, you make a, good, a strong point that uh, mm-hmm. Pierce is potentially the most important to the story of this season. I think Abed is a good point. I think Annie, honestly, I, that's who I thought you were going to say when you were... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, prefacing your your choice zach um yeah because she has her her she's the heart in the pierce story she's the one who keeps him around sure yeah so yeah it was hard for me to pick a a single character because i think this is the season where it becomes an ensemble season Mm -hmm. one is is jeff then abed but like jeff is clearly like the main character but um Mm -hmm. so i went with uh ludwig goranson uh for the music i love that choice i'll expand that to just sound in general because i'll start with advanced dungeons and dragons which is Mm. obviously one of the best episodes here that episode does not work without the sound and uh, a big part of that is the music as well put you in a world Oh yeah, yeah, they're just all sitting around the table, and if you didn't have the the, mm-hmm. the sound puts you there, and that's not yeah. all the music; it's the soundscape that they build entirely. But yeah, but Ludwig and a lot of these think of Space mm-hmm. Bus, think of mm-hmm. uh, yeah. for a few conspiracy theories. More. Conspiracy, conspiracy yeah. theories does not yeah. work without the music, yeah. which they reuse a couple times, like in uh, Custody Law and Eastern European Diplomacy, when Britta is trying to fake reveal that uh, mm-hmm. Lucas stole the DVD. They're playing the conspiracy music, and it works super well. And yeah, like this is the season like season one had a few of the homage episodes and like the you know chicken fingers has some great like music that's clearly inspired by all those movies but like this season with like you know uh, everything i mean i think the it's ironic that epidemiology is like the one where they don't really have a lot of love yeah. music because <laughs> it's just the abba but um and there's a lot of examples where uh, we mentioned messianic myths as uh um one mm-hmm. of the reason i i love that episode and i thought about it for my top five was because of the the way the music is used in that episode, particularly when Shirley comes out to destroy the set at yes. the oh my gosh, that's great! So they do so many great things with the music, and it's yeah. all the just styles weaving together. Um, yeah, I don't think this season comes close to working. Any of the best episodes rely so heavily on music. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's my MVP. I but, think that's really solid. I love that you said that. Ludwig is so essential to the show. It, was there a point in the show when he kind of? Uh, wasn't quite as heavily involved or are season three onwards a little bit less he's uh, i'm pretty sure he's the credited composer on all six seasons but i like i get the impression that he was probably involved a little bit more early on or maybe it's just the what the writers chose to do mm-hmm. but like off the top of my head i can think of a lot more like creative uses of music yeah. in the first three seasons than in the last three and yeah like i mean that's not like 
there's other things that are good about the last three seasons as well. Yeah, absolutely. They don't necessarily need it, but yeah, like I, I don't, I can't think of anything except for like the the puppet episode which had them singing. But like you know, mm-hmm. I mean the, mm-hmm. I assume he he wrote some of that music. But yeah, I don't know. Well, over the season, as Steven and I did our MVPs, I wouldn't put them all together. Last season, it was Abed by a landslide when we just did, yeah. like, who we handed him out to at the end of a season. This season, it, it wasn't a landslide. Uh, Troy was who we had overall for first, but Abed was a really close second with just one less. And mm, then Pierce huh? was in third place for uh, for just a few below that, so Troy, Abed, and Pierce. But for me and Steven individually, I had, like, a three-way tie for first of how many I gave up. Really? It was Pierce, Troy, and Abed. And uh, Steven, you had Troy was first, Abed was second, and Annie was third. I figured Annie was I think stuff like that is interesting. So that's cool. It was really cool to dive into this season. And this has been a really fun conversation to really dive back into it before, you know, me and Steven and I guess Ed and and Bo soon move on to season three, which I – season two – is so full, but I feel like there's a lot of stuff in season three to dive into that I'm not yeah. going to expect because it's been oh, a little yeah. while. I know season two so well. I think season three is going to surprise me more than I think it will up front. Three is almost all hits. There's a couple There's a couple dips in there, but man, the good stuff in season three is mm-hmm. still yeah. excellent. It's still just like above and beyond. Just as good, if not better. And yeah. season three is where Community jumps the shark in a good way. Like, it, yeah. is, it, is, it is a different show after season three, I think more so than the first two seasons. Like, it, it truly takes that extra step into mm-hmm. making things like season six happen. So, season three yeah. is the last season before things really changed, but I feel like a lot of that was going on in season three because season one is completely innocent because they didn't have a lot of outside uh, interruption. You know, Twitter was becoming so popular throughout the beginning of Community that by season two, I think they were confident that they were going to stay on the air, but what people wanted out of the show was really heavy on their their thoughts. And then season three, whether or not the show was going to get to continue or not, much like like season three of Arrested Development, uh, that that kind of becomes a part of the show where you can, and then after season three, the I don't know. It'll be interesting to dive into it and see how yeah, it excited. how it changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last uh, order of business before we wrap this thing up is me and Steven have to give some shit away to some people. Whoa, We're gonna ba- pick ba- a winner ba- ba- for our giveaway. Shit. Love it. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. <laughs> uh, we're giving away all kinds of shit. We're giving away the complete series of community, uh, two t-shirts, a set of remedial chaos theory dice from Alex. He's holding up right now. And what else? Some stickers <laughs> and uh roll. And a, damn it, a, a Alex, Shang you know how many roll. timelines you just created? <laughs> <laughs> so what I want each of you guys to do, not Steven, he's not important, but I want each of you guys okay. to do to help me uh, decide who's gonna win. I want each of you to give me a number between one and 50. Eight. Okay. 13. 25. Okay. okay. One 50. more. 50? 50? Yeah. yeah, 50. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we are going to look at the list, and the winner of the giveaway is username Kaz is broke. So I guess that's someone who's good to win some stuff. Yeah. yeah. At Kaz Shumpert on Twitter. So Congrats, you're the winner. Kaz. Congratulations. And I'll be reaching out to you to get you some stuff. And to wrap this up, because this has been a lot of fun, I want all of you guys to say a little thing about your show, where people can find you, and why uh, the listeners should listen to your show instead of ours or anybody else's. Okay, I'm one half of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) 
Good job. I mean, finish. I mean, oh, yeah. I thought... Yeah, no, that's all I got. Let him finish. If you're uh, hit, if I was you're finished. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh, I'll work. go. Yeah, go or, unless alphabetically, we can do it alphabetically. There you okay, go. Alex. Alex. Nice way to secure pole position. Go for it. Oh, I didn't mean like alphabetically Al- names. I meant okay. like podcast. Zach and I mean, Steven, you two pick someone, and then we'll talk. <laughs> whenever you, you okay, just pick a number us. between we'll, one and fifty. Have you guys 50. had to do this a thousand times by now? Shouldn't it be easier than this? Uh, Alex, right. go I'll alphabetically. Go I, I meant by podcast name. I was thinking, um, but I'll go ahead. Uh, six seasons of the podcast. Uh, I, Great show. And uh, I'm wearing your interview. T-shirt, Alex. Hey, look at that. Um, and th- thanks for supporting. You can get T-shirts. Uh, I think there's a link for it. Um, and uh, anyway, I got the only one. Yeah, I think you can. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I do interviews with uh, folks from the show, and uh, still trying to keep on doing that when I'm not tired and have many kids. And <laughs> when do you not have many kids? <laughs> what is the, is the time? Every fourth should I call day. the police? <laughs> they just go away. There's a whole rental service. Uh, yeah, so that's me. Go ahead. Someone okay, else. Kevin. Sure, I am one of the Greendale Three over at Advanced Community Studies, uh, where we uh, watch and talk about uh, every episode of Community, and we also rank them as we go. So we have rankings of the end tags and the episodes. Um, so I'm, uh, I, I'm as curious as you all how that will all shake out when yeah. everything <laughs> is is said and done. Uh, season two is the far and away best season so far. I doubt anything's going to come along unless season six, like, pulls some real shit. Uh, and, uh, and the end tags, I think five is in the lead right now. Uh, oh, yeah. Anyway. Five has great end tags. I, like, I love Troy. I love Donald Glover. But when he leaves and the end tags just become insane, is mm-hmm. they're on another level. For one of my favorites John of that Oliver one is... Calling. Oh, that one. <laughs> yeah. Calling America Cole. accidentally calling yes. the airstrike. Or John Oliver and Jim Rash with the, ah, oh, yeah. Ah. yeah, oh my God, it's a gr- the Coogler trailer, yes. the guy yeah. who goes to Jeff's gym. Like I think it's yeah. Oh yeah, uh, yes. and I love stuff. when Troy and Abed are furniture and and oh God, uh, yes. and so good. Oh like, sorry, I just can't afford my medicine anymore. And Troy's got one tear. <laughs> That's beautiful. So good. Yeah, it's it's uh, unbelievable when he when Duncan and Hickey might be like fathers. <laughs> yeah. incredible stuff uh but anyway yeah that's uh you can find uh that podcast everywhere except for spotify we're too dangerous for spotify the show spotify doesn't want you to hear uh and that's advanced community studies and ed and bo what have you two got going on yeah we are the save greendale committee um and uh, we also do episode recaps um it's Bo and i and uh one to two to maybe three guests every week um we we, we try to bring on different people get different perspectives um and yeah you can find it uh apple podcast spotify wherever apparently we're not dangerous enough um so we are on spotify uh, yeah save greendale committee or sgc underscore podcast on twitter um as well uh Bo, do you want to add anything to to that i mean i can pitch? i can keep provoking uh james marsden until we get kicked off of spotify yeah we we discovered in our is still going on that makes me happy yeah you're loathing for him is making is it a, it's constant. way over to this show now too no, we I had just, a lot yeah. of shit wow. about james marsden when we were on the <laughs> No, I also love that it, 
I don't remember how, but like I don't actually have beef toward James Marsden. But you if can that's say, how, man, yeah, no, but if that's that. how I meet James the Marsden. The then so be it. How much did James Marsden pay you to say? <laughs> Not enough. Not enough. <laughs> Well, I'm uh, really honored. I was just going to say, if you're fans of Zach and Steven, then you can listen to them on our Celebrity Pharmacology episode and mm-hmm. find out why we uh, do or don't like uh, <laughs> uh, Hollywood's, Hollywood's uh, favorite son. Sweetheart. Uh, <laughs> we also talked about James ghosts Mars. walking around Bo's school telling yeah. them not to drink <laughs> and drive. So it's really great. Minutes, go check yeah. that out. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, I thought you meant like, okay. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, he's and, and Zach is going to be on a couple episodes coming soon. So Which, that was a lot of fun out. too. We went from mm-hmm. uh, really silly stuff to really deep stuff all in a matter of moments, which was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And to wrap this up, I'm really honored all of you guys would come hang out on our, our show. Uh, you know, before doing this podcast, Six Seasons in a Podcast was the only community podcast that I knew about. So now to be networking with Alex and having you around is awesome. And when me and Steven started <laughs> podcasting, Kevin and Ed were like, the cool kids table yeah so they and were, now oh, where are we yeah and now you're i don't know bottom of the barrel with us i guess but no <laughs> i interact campus now the power so bottom yeah yeah you you started as the cool kids at the table and now you're the power bottoms of the table. <laughs> and now we're the 23 year olds still going to prom and, and Bo, <laughs> Bo, you've been one of the coolest people that we've gotten to meet recently uh yeah. this. so i i'm really glad that you guys are all here it was a lot of fun and season two of community is great and that's it in the can it's nice. done we're done right with can of olives Peace. so Five cans? check out all of these <laughs> other people's shows you know ed and Bo are so close to where we are in the show that it can be kind of a, a double commentary thing going on and uh six seasons in a podcast with the interviews and advanced community studies a little farther ahead there's all kinds of stuff all kinds of content so check it out Content. Yeah, come slurp it on up. Thanks for <laughs> listening. And if you're a, a patron, thanks for watching. Yes. You saw our faces. If you want to watch stuff like this, head on <laughs> over to patreon.com slash, I don't Do know, know it? Can't, can't Disappoint can't Podcast. Can't Disappoint Podcast and, and become part of the family. Well, I'll be here cranking out that content until the Sony robot dogs take <laughs> over. <laughs> and we welcome that greatly. That's come on it. the show, Sony dog. Come talk about it. What are your plans? How All right, now we go to just being normal people talking to each other. That was so much fun. What a what a great time with those guys. I I I I, I, I love each and every one of them more yeah. than anyone. You know, Zach, I often say things were a blast and a half. I think that deserves two a solid full blasts. Of two full blasts. I blasted yeah. at least twice during <laughs> that conversation, and a third time since we've been talking about it. Oh, nice. Me too. Yeah. Twins. Yeah, a smaller third blast, but a blast nonetheless. More of a burst, really. Than that a was blast. a lot of fun, <laughs> and we're wrapping it up here. It's, it's the end of our season two, and just a little word to the wise for you playing at home, the people that really like our show and come to it every week. Uh, on Monday, it's not going to be the season three premiere quite yet. You know, uh, Stevens really just uh, dropped the ball on this one. I, I did. I dropped a, a big old ball of sequins. Steven, uh, Steven's going on a trip next week, and we're at the beginning of a season, so we're going to take just a little slight, little bit more of a pause, but there's still going to be 
plenty of sweet, sweet content in the meantime. So on Monday, you're going to get another bonus episode. We're going to let you in. Uh, we're going to uh, peek behind the curtain of the, the Patreon paywall, and we're going to mm-hmm. let you guys check out uh, one of our episodes of You Can't Just a Pre-Show instead of our typical podcast. And it was a really good one, so look for that on Monday. And also, we're going to have one more bonus episode before we return for Season 3, where we interview a little special someone, and yeah, I'm very I, much I looking wait. forward to that, too. More details to come. But we will be back for the first episode of season three. Now I got to pull up a camera or a calendar and decide what day it is. Uh, we will be back for the beginning of season three on Monday, June 21st, to talk about history 101. Super excited to dive into season three. It's been a while since I since I've hopped into it. Yeah, I'm excited to blue skidoo all over this bad boy. I I think it'll be nice to. Um, take a little you know break from the show right in in sequential order at least um and able to kind of give us space yeah we need space i need a break yeah Yeah, i'm I'm over you play around Um, a little bit uh (laughs) i just need to taste some new flavors you know i haven't tasted anything but steven's flavor since high school and it it, (laughs) before we take the next step i just need a rum springer of sorts Ooh, (laughs) i like the sound of that thanks so rum springer should be a drink it should. Yes, oh my I'll God. have the rum springer. <laughs> I'd like a, a rum springer. Why do, why do I have to put an accent on it? <laughs> on the rocks. So this is, uh, you know, what is it? There's I'll the poetry or the book that starts like, so this is how the world ends. Not with a bang, but with this. So this That's is it. how season yeah. two of our podcast ends. Not with a bang, but with prelude to a bang. Uh, it's been a great <laughs> season. I love doing the show with you, buddy. Yeah, it's been a blast, man. It's it's crazy to think that we're, you know, approaching Podcasters. halfway through this bad boy. But yeah, but I mean that we we uh yeah we've, we've got about about six more episodes is the halfway point of community. Wow, isn't that insane? That's nuts. And I'm ready to dive into it. And I want to give one more special thanks to all the people who joined us today. Make sure you go check out all of their shows. They're all lovely people. And if you haven't checked out their shows, you know, we appear on Six Seasons in a Podcast and the Save Greendale Committee. Uh, You know, it's interesting how Kevin's been on our show twice now. Mm. But, hmm. Yeah. But we're really glad that they all joined us and go check out on uh, go check out their shows because they work on all that stuff just as hard as we do and way harder than Steven does. So it, it's it, true. It's, it's it's important to go support <laughs> them and thank you for all the support that you give us. All I don't know what I'm saying. I'm rambling. Let's yeah. wrap this thing up, Steven, Where can the people find us? Oh boy. Okay, it's been a while. It's a late one. Um, it's you can find us on Twitter at you can't disappoint. Mm-hmm. We are on Instagram mm-hmm. under the moniker can't disappoint podcast. <laughs> you can email us at moniker. Good word. Thank you. Uh, you can before I say the email, you can find us on Facebook and YouTube. Um, if you just go into that sexy little search bar and type in you can't disappoint a podcast with one S and two P's in disappoint. That's how that word is spelled. I don't have to have autocorrect help me every time. Um, or you can go to our email and you can email us in <laughs> trivia questions and cute little pictures of your bones. Yeah, I, w- uh, <laughs> I wanted to. Uh, wow. 
<laughs> send us. We'll still take your bones. We're not sending bones for your bones anymore. <laughs> but, but please, we are them. always willing to receive unsolicited <laughs> bone picks. Uh, and I want to point out, yeah, that email address, cantispointpodcast at gmail.com. You've got a little bit of time to get a head start. Send us in some trivia, your episode MVP, and your favorite funny moment. Really looking forward to diving into season three. And that's season two of the show. I can't believe it. That's a us. wrap. Look at us, big boys. That's a wrap. Maybe season three will become men. Probably hey, not. We'll see. Signing off from inside the Dreamatorium, Black Lives Matter. Get vaccinated. Don't podcast after 10 o'clock. I'm Zach. <laughs> I'm Steven. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> what the f*** is that? <laughs> I didn't know. I, I didn't have any words, so I made that noise. Well, we were done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now look where we are. Ha, ha, ha.